Welcome to Teen Life Podcast, where we research teen culture so you can focus on connection. My name is Caleb Hatchett, and I'm here again with Tobin and Carly, and we're just going to jump right in, give you a little peek into the episode for today. We're going to start up with Caleb's Corner. I'm going to give you some info on the video gaming world. Then we're going to go into Tobin's trend, where he's just going to rapid fire update on basically everything else. And then we'll get right into <laughs> dating. Uh, but to start out with video games, like uh, I might have forced Carly's hand to put this in here because I think it's it's mm, interesting. Just a but there's a new game called Pal World out. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. Uh, basically, to give you like the what few sentence summary of what it is, it's an open world survival game. Okay, where you capture different quote-unquote pals okay in in spheres is that why it's called pal world yeah okay Uh i get it i see where they're going with it okay Uh, you can train and then battle other captured monsters or you can also put them at your base uh to work gathering items craft things for you you can have them work on a farm because there's like different like cow pals uh, there's like a sheep house, so like you know they can drop milk or wool uh, to help you craft. Uh, so it's basically like a survival game to where you know you start out in like leather armor, and then you know you progress through the game, unlocking different areas, capturing different pals. Uh, anyways, it's been super so it's, successful. So it's Pokemon and farm. Huh? Oh, we can't say Pokemon. You can't. <laughs> Legally, you can't say Pokemon with this game, okay? Uh, no similarities at all. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's basically, that's that's the <laughs> bash people have against it. It's like it's a combination of a bunch of different games. But it's a bunch of different games people love. Uh, and to prove that it's been successful, they've sold like 8 million copies. Um, like 7, like just on Steam. So that's just the PC version of it. Uh, they broke a Steam record of 2.1 million concurrent players, like so players playing all at once. Uh, and then again, both of those figures don't consider any Xbox sales or player counts. Wow. Um, so it's got it's huge. Uh, and Carly, you did mention that it does seem similar to Pokemon. Uh, most people have caught on to that. <laughs> I mean, catching monsters in a sphere. Isn't that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> If your sister who does not play video games and is an adult is the first and first thing says, hey, it sounds like Pokemon, that's pretty dang close to, hey, maybe we should have thought of a different way to do this. (laughs) Well, it's fine. Uh, So much so, actually, that uh, Game Freak, which is the company that owns Pokemon, uh, says, released a statement saying, We've received many inquiries because people were going to bat for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Okay. People were like, them. this is great. No. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Anyways, we have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024. We have not granted any permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any facts that infringe on our intellectual property rights related to Pokemon. We will continue to ch- <laughs> we will continue to cherish and nurture <laughs> each and every Pokemon and its world to work to bring the world together through Pokemon in no the future. Way. Which is never wild. mind. I'm on Pal World's Thank team. you. That statement's so dumb. Thank you. 
And here, okay, here's my take. Unless Power World is caught stealing like literal 3D models from Pokemon, I don't think it'll stick because Mm-mm. the uh, there's a big difference of like whenever you look into like infringement and stuff like that of like the audience it's intended for. And Pow World gives Pokemon guns. <laughs> Think you can you literally kill the Pokemon, which is also why They're they say pals. They're called pals. Pals, pals. Sorry, you can all. So, anyways, they. I think their claim is it's for a different audience than what Pokemon sure. is for. But also, listen, for all those who love to game, we can enjoy until maybe this gets taken down. We can enjoy Pow World. Okay. And celebrate the fact that there's a $30 game, which is rare nowadays. Most AAA games, $70. $30 game with no like microtransactions. There's no like added cost that's you the get in there. Thing. There's no like, hey, you yeah. can get a different skin for your pal for $5. All free. Anyways, we can celebrate the fact that it's been so successful. Hmm. And also celebrate the fact if you do like Pokemon, the fact that there has not been a really good Pokemon game. So. That's the biggest thing you just said it is that there's no microtransactions, yeah. which is unheard of these mm-hmm. days. But I mean, we're basically in the society now where everything we do is a, is either a sequel or a rehash mm. of things. Like I mean, I just saw an, an ad the other day for like a, a new Roadhouse movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> so so like everything now is just basically a copy of another thing. Like I just feel like that, you know at some point we're gonna have to stop being so. Stringent. But also, if I was the po- the you know creator of Pokemon, I'd I'd be like giving my money. Yeah. So right, I get True. I get where they're both coming from. Carly, does Power World interest you at all? No. Like, is that something mm-hmm. you're going to go download on Come your on. on your Steam in your Steam Deck? I'll get yeah. Sawyer to play. I don't, I don't even know what all of those words mean. But Josh downloaded it. I don't think he was a big fan, but I also don't think he's he might not be the intended audience. I don't know. But ask your teen boys about Power World. <laughs> yeah, or girls. I suppose it could be yeah. girls too. True. Well, that is definitely a trend that I was not aware of. So it means I think I've aged out of that situation. But uh, so for my trends this week, we got some rapid fire updates. We're not going to uh, sit in any of them too far. We talked about deep fakes a few weeks ago on the podcast and uh, just kind of an update about that. Uh, the Defiance Act from the U.S. Senators, they're trying to pass a Defiance Act that would hold people accountable who create these deep fakes. So. Uh, it just took Taylor Swift to get involved, which apparently was was the, was the key for people to take it seriously. <laughs> um, I am reading the opening line of this Defiance Act of 2024. It says it is a bipartisan, disrupt, explicit, forged images and non-consensual edits act of 2024, or the Defiance Act. So Defiance is actually an anagram um, that would hold accountable those who are responsible for the proliferation of non-consensual, sexually explicit deep fake images and videos. Now we talked last time about how scary it was that someone did a Mr. Beast video and kind of got people to give in their credit card information and do things um, in that situation. This specific is about sexually explicit Mm -hmm. um, situations, which I think is kind of, it's kind of smart in some ways because it kind of helps them narrow down of here's what we, here's this corner that we really don't want to happen, but we, we don't have the capacity to like, go after everybody necessarily. So um, quick general thoughts about this uh, Defiance Act. I mean, I think someone should be held accountable. And so if you missed it, I'll post some links if you want to go read on exactly what happened with Taylor Swift on X, 
Twitter, whatever. Um, some deep, deep fake photos were posted of her that were sexually explicit, obviously not real. And it became a huge deal because everyone was searching for it to the point where Twitter stopped where you could even search for Taylor Swift for a while. Um, but it's the internet. So once it happens, the damage is done. And so like Tobin said, I think it takes someone like her going, hang on, this is not mm -hmm. okay because this has been happening. This isn't new. Yeah, It's not going to be new probably or even unheard of, especially for your teen girls um, because this is something that I think our teenagers are going to have to grow up with and navigate, which is not fun. And so I hope for their sakes that there is some protection that can be had for this. But that's the biggest thing is that we we're getting to a point where it's not just people with high technology or capability mm -hmm. of doing it. Yeah. It's now like anybody can do it. And so I think that's so I do agree that this is probably a good step forward of, you know, if you're wanting to create that content and make money off of it or also disparage people or whatever like that doesn't need to be that doesn't need to be a thing. Um, if people are going to do that kind of stuff, they need to have that kind of consent to um, those kind of images being out there, uh, whether you agree with them or not, is not the point. The, the point is, is that those people are not agreeing to that. And so they don't need to be, you know, put on the Internet for everybody sure. to see. Um, another thing, another trend, it's not as scary, but I think it's scary is be real streaks. Uh, we talked about Snapchat streaks a couple of a few, a few episodes ago, but this is more specific of if you are unaware, um, I you probably have been living under a rock for the last year, but uh, Be Real is an app that basically tells you at a specific time to take a picture wherever you are at, whatever you're doing, and quote, be real about it. So uh, the problem is, is that it encourages users to post during the two minute notification period and your streak starts after five consecutive days of posting on time. The amount of people that I have seen stop dead <laughs> to take a Be Real picture yeah, yeah. in things that they absolutely should not be yes. taking a picture in is unreal like because i carly you you are the more be real person mm -hmm. do you have a set is it a set time or is it straight random every it's day it's random so you get a notification on your phone Gosh. and it'll count down and you can still post after the two minute i'll link the episode that we originally it's not, did it's cool yeah. not, it's fake you're fake i'll post the episode we originally did on be real a long time ago when it first came out but now, if you post within the two-minute notification period, you get two extra pictures you can take whenever you want. Whoa. And so there's like incentive. Now they're adding- Then you can be fake. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, can, be fake. you have to be real first though. <laughs> yes, exactly. And But the streak thing is especially, we've talked about like mm -hmm. gamification. That, especially maybe for your mm -hmm. teenagers, is going to get them to care more about that because they're like, oh, I've got to keep my streak alive. I have to have my yeah. phone on me at all times. Um, they've also added Ugh. recent, very recently where there's, I can't remember what it's called, but basically you can add when you take a picture, it will show like a couple seconds of the background of video yeah. if you want to it's add like a that live to. photo. Yes. Okay. And so that's new as well, which I don't necessarily think any of these things are dangerous necessarily. But like you said, Tobin, I think mm -hmm. it is going to cause people to be in the app more. Yeah. And I know I they're, they're trying to hang on to their people. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so teens, look, look at me, look at me. I'm talking to you. Teens, if you are, or listen to me, if you're listening on podcast, if you are doing this, just know that, hey, when you're 16, 17 years old and you're at, you know, your part-time job or your chemistry class or whatever it may be, it's still not great. You probably shouldn't do it. But 
imagine being an adult with a full time job and just being like, hold on a second, boss. I got to take a selfie real quick. Do you want to get in on this? Does that sound good to you? Like, (laughs) I don't think that's going to go very well for you unless you have a really chill job and boss. Just, just. Don't create that habit now. It's not necessary. It's not worth it. I promise you it's not worth it. And then when this app is dead and gone, some other dumb app will come and have some other rules for you. So don't get into this this fad. If you have two minutes, like by all means, do the two minutes. But like the other thing, too, that I think is dangerous is this. This encourages people to do this kind of stuff while they're driving. Mm. Yeah, because like if you're driving and that notification goes off, like how many of these people are going to pull off the side of the road, which some people might be doing that, which is even more ridiculous. But like there needs to be like that, like having that two minute window is asking people to just stop everything for a picture, which I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Carly said, be more dependent on your phone <laughs> to have it. Like, Oh, I can't be without it. What if be real pops? Right. I had to stop a lesson a few weeks ago. Cause be real popped on a Wednesday night. And it was mm-hmm. like one of those crossroads where I'm like, I can be like, put your phones down. Or I could be like, I posed. I said, "Hey, give my good side." You know, got a he got <laughs> so a big laugh, a lot of brownie points. But I, there was part of me I was like, "Can we not like take?" Let me ask the question for the old people out there because I understand for y'all and myself. Um, does it send the notification like app wide at the same time, or is it kind of like so? Like, if you two, if we all three have be real, and it's going to send it one at ten thirty three. We get it at 1033. The whole world gets yes. it. And then we have two minutes. Yep. To- yes. Yikes. Yep. So when it goes off, it's like those scary dystopian vi- you know, movies where like everybody looks down at their phone at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Whoa. 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 See, Carly, you said it's not dangerous. I disagree. <laughs> this is very scary. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the start of a dystopian novel or book or something. So, man, speaking of dystopian and scary, the last time that Apple forced something on our mm-hmm. phones. Uh, it was a YouTube album and everybody lost their minds about it. But recently, they've also forced an Apple app called the Journal app. It was automatically downloaded with the latest update. I don't think as many people are mad about it because it's not Bono yelling at them. So sure. it's probably better. When well, you can just but delete have it. Any of you tr- yeah. Has any of you tried the Journal app yet? I looked at it. I like got into it. I think it's interesting because I would love to be a journal person. I just forget. A lot of times I forget at night or by the, uh, something will happen during the day. And by the time I get to sit down, I don't have time to do that. And so I like the thought of it's on my phone. I can keep it digitally. I always have it with me. So I might try it and I can report back. But it seems interesting. You didn't see the butterfly looking app thing pop up on your... Listen, any of the apps that Apple just automatically downloads on my phone, I'm like, I'm not going to use this ever. His badge notifications are probably co- probably covering Fair. it. So he has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've gotten a little better. <laughs> yeah, so that is Tobin's Trends rapid fire updates. If you have any trends for us that you would like us to share that maybe we don't know about, mm-hmm. please send them, send them on. But let's move on to, so as we get into the month of February, I'm not really, yes, this is, we're in Valentine's time, which is, it's a very touchy subject for a lot of Mm -hmm. people. But I have some dating terms for us, Carly, before we get into some dating advice from you. Have you heard of the word situationship? Yes. I don't think I fully understand it though. I'm going to be honest. I think this is a weird thing. Is this like the, it's complicated 
Mm. I'm pretty sure this means friends with benefits, Basically. but in a nicer way. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Like I'm, I could be wrong. So if you're a resident teen and you're like, no, this old dude has always talking about. That's true, but I'm pretty sure that this means that you are friends with benefits, but you don't want the label, but you also have to have a label, or else it makes you feel like you're gross. Which, yikes! Which there's a lot of yikes in that, but that's that's what I think it is. The situationship is that you know you might have. A friend that you're getting intimate with and you don't really want to call it a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and that that's that's the word yeah. so i think it's just like non-committal so it's like kind of like you know hey, it's not a relationship it's just kind of the situation we fell into you know got it so kind of like you could be talking or you're hooking up you're just not like official official so it's a situationship yeah yeah maybe yeah. that's the less crass version of right. it yeah um have you seen the word ick okay yeah Yes, because ick has been around for a while. If you get the mm-hmm. ick. Mm-hmm. Josh was showing me some TikToks the other day. <laughs> that like I think I know which one you're about to bring up. That yeah. This guy, have you seen these? Mm-hmm. Anytime mm-hmm. on TikTok mm-hmm. someone talks about this gave me the ick, he has created a <laughs> list on his phone. And so he'll yes. like he'll like it'll like have the video. It's a screen recording, yes, yeah. And then he'll go and you'll like see him flip through the list and then he'll add it at the bottom <laughs> and it's a lot of some of them are it's funny like 600 deep yes now. but some like, of them are like has fun <laughs> or like <laughs> yeah there a lot of them are ridiculous like one of them was like that i saw recently was like this guy was wearing a beanie because it was cold and this girl was like ew that's a new ick and, <laughs> oh, and so no. it was like has to like the the thing he put was tries not to be cold <laughs> so, you know so yeah, if you if you are wondering, ick is basically it seems to be more female driven. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure that this could go both ways, but it seems like if a, if they on a specifically on social media, if a female says something about like, um, hey, this this dude has a beard, that's an ick for me, mm-hmm. and then that's that's one of their you know their no nos. So uh, that's I haven't heard of many like I haven't gotten this ever. I'm sure that my wife has a list that I don't know about um, of stuff that I do that she doesn't like. So. <laughs> Um, I know my husband yeah, has a list. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and then speaking of that kind of same vein, the flag talk has been going around lately mm. about between like red flags, green flags. So let's start there because that seems pretty easy. One of my favorite TikTok uh, TikTok accounts is this guy that has a giant red flag and he just waves it whenever <laughs> he has he like posts a video of like some relationship and he's like, ma'am. Ma'am, and he like is just waving a giant red flag like this guy, and then he just kind of says all the things that are red flags. Like, so yeah, obviously, red flag means like, hey, this person is doing something that Mm -hmm. you probably should be aware Mm -hmm. of, and hey, maybe this isn't not the person that you should be with, and stuff like that. The green flag is a uh, the opposite, obviously, of this person. Oh, that's a green flag. That Mm -hmm. guy has a beard. That's a green flag for me. Mm -hmm. Or he holds um, a door open for you. Yeah, he holds a door open, or he's you know he says he says nice things. He gives me compliments, whatever. Pink and beige flags is new to me. So, do, do you want to? Yeah, fill I, us I'm in, pretty Carly. sure pink flag. People are just making stuff up at this point, honestly. Yeah. But a pink flag is like a little less than a red flag, but still, you want to like pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. You're giving me a very blank look, Caleb. Well, I didn't make it up. It's just the same thing as beige. That's just the same thing as the beige. No, no, flag. no, 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 no. Beige flag has kind of become because I looked into this. It's, okay. It took off on TikTok earlier, and it's yeah. basically like a boring flag. Like, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like your mediocre, run-of-the-mill, like, 
oh, that's my beige flag. And sometimes it's like if you're very basic, my beige flag is I love Starbucks. Like it's just a yeah. boring flag where pink. Or like you play power. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Green flag. Yeah. I almost, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Date that guy. But pink flag is where like this could maybe turn into a red flag or it might be something where you're like, I okay. don't know about this, but it's not a full red flag, but it's also not like a good thing. That makes more sense to me. And I also just realized I don't know colors. <laughs> Do not know what color beige is. And then I'm realizing that's like, kind of, yeah, the boring like wall, brown. like uh-huh. off-white. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but if we're if we're talking about these things, like, you know, if, you're, if we're being serious about it, these are things that you should be noticing, like whenever you are getting into a dating situation mm-hmm. is, hey, is this a red flag? Like, is the way he talks, to, he or she talks to me is a red flag? Is it a green flag? Uh, do I need, is, is opening the door for me important? Is how he talks to his mom or, or she talks to her dad important? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of stuff. So, uh, Carly, why don't you take us into some dating advice for teenagers today? This, is, this can always be a tricky subject. So let's let's have it. Yeah, it is. I think dating while you're a teenager can be so difficult because you're trying to figure out who you are and where you fit into this. And you're also then adding another person doing the same thing to it. And let's be honest, most relationships in middle school and high school will not last. That's not to say that all of them won't. I'll draw against you, though. Somebody just rage quit this podcast (laughs) because you said that. Like, me and my boyfriend are going to last forever. I know. Whenever you break up, you can tune back in. Yeah. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. Uh, Like, you know, it's not guaranteed, but like, odds are, odds are. Yes, odds are you will not stay with them. And so I want to get into before we, maybe how I want to do this is like, what advice do we have? For when our teenage self and the first one that I have that I would go back and tell my teen self is it's just not that serious and to have fun. Like I feel like dating in middle school and high school, mostly high school. Let's talk high school mostly. It should just be fun. And if you're not having fun with the person you're with, why are you with them? Like it's just not worth it to like fight all the time. I've Mm -hmm. been in relationships like that. I have talk to a lot of teenagers who are like, they break up, they get back together. They break up, they get back together. They fight constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They Their friends hate their girlfriend. <laughs> Why are you with them? That's ridiculous. I think that along that lines, like it's really hard. So if you're, if you're a teenager listening, like, like we're not saying that we're not taking you or your relationship seriously. Mm-hmm. We're telling you that this is not a marriage, so don't treat it yeah. like a marriage. Right. Um, and also, so like it's like I do think that your feelings are are valid. I feel like that your feelings can be very real and very very intense. Um, but also, just remember that this this commitment is just a boyfriend girlfriend. And like I would tell that to adults yeah. who are dating mm-hmm. too. Like it's not just teens, but adults have a different kind of head on their shoulders, like naturally, like bi- biologically. And so it's a little bit different. But the thing I would tell myself most is still you need to still have your independence and your friends Mm -hmm. like you need to do things separately and i was really bad about that it was when i had a when i had a girlfriend or a situation ship as the teens call it um i would like throw everything into that to the to the detriment of friendships Mm -hmm. and stuff and so just remember that very likely in this situation those friends are going to be more sustainable than your boyfriend girlfriend is so just Mm -hmm. like 
you need to keep maintaining those friendships because those are the ones that are going to last. And those are the ones that are going to keep coming around. And that's not to say that you won't marry your, you know, middle school, high school sweetheart, but also like your friendships can still be there for that. So don't give up on people just because you have somebody that you want to spend all your time Mm -hmm. with. I think, yeah, too. It's like, like, I like what you said, like, don't make it to something it's not (laughs) like to me, that can be the switch point of like when dating's fun versus like, there's all of a sudden a lot of pressure on it is whenever you're like, oh, I have to marry this person. Right. Right. It's like, well, you're playing a long game. First of all, like if you're in high school, man, you got, (laughs) you got a lot of years to face yourself (laughs) with before Mm -hmm. you can even think about that. So like, yeah, just focus on like now and like, yeah, let's have fun. And I think too, a lot of it, is defining boundaries before the relationship. And like what I always tell my teens is like, know your boundaries before you're in a relationship. Like that mm-hmm. is, you can't, you can't come up with those whenever you're four months in, right? Like, cause if they're already crossed, you can't uncross those, know what they are beforehand. And also like no more than just physical boundaries, right? That's mm-hmm. always the big talk is like, okay, like, right. Like there's all these, phys- whenever we're talking boundaries, it's what we can and can't do physically. Boundaries go so far beyond just physical. You have emotional, you have time boundaries, things like that. Like I remember um, talking to Haley, my current wife, whenever we started dating in college, like current wife, <laughs> current- <laughs> your wife, guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> We have to cut that. <laughs> it's okay. I get if she what ever saying. listens. <laughs> no, I you know, I don't want to put myself in a box. <laughs> don't limit myself. You just mean not not a past girlfriend, your current yes, my current Yes, my current situation. Thank you, Carly, for helping me pail the water out of the sinking ship. <laughs> my wife, Haley, when I was dating my wife, Haley, this was a problem I had. I would put so much pressure on relationships and be like, okay, like, because I'm not dating just to date, right? And like, in my mind, I'm always going to date to marry. But then that doesn't mean that like, in that moment, you're ready to marry someone or you need to treat them like you are in a marriage. Because mm-hmm. like, right. what I told her is like, an emotional boundary I have is like, I, I don't want to even talk or bring up marriage emotionally because that puts a different pressure yeah. mm. and just a different mindset on our relationship right so that's a boundary that i'm going to establish ahead of time right a boundary of maybe even when starting out like time we spend together it doesn't mean that i don't want to spend time with you it means that i need to make time for my relationships outside of you or else this relationship won't last and you don't want it to because you don't want it to just be me and you that's not good for anyone so that's that's my piece of advice is Come up with boundaries before you get in a relationship, define them, and also know that boundaries go f- far beyond just physical boundaries as well. Mm, I like that. I'm also going to post a link because Tobin wrote an incredible blog for Teen Life that is going to hit on some dating tips. And so I will post that link as well if you want to go get more tips from Tobin, the dating guru. I've made a lot of mistakes, so it's more of just like, <laughs> here's what I haven't done. Here's so, what not. To here's do. what here's what I've done, and please, yeah, don't do that. So, um, but teenagers, I hope that you hear that you are not a problem to be solved, and we hope that you enjoyed listening to the Teen Life podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on social media. You can find us on TikTok now. 
where we are especially making videos for teens. So if you're an adult listening and there are some pieces of this that you think might be helpful for a teen, go check out our TikTok and share that with them. And we'll see you next week.